Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, so you guys know we got the dribble drive coming up. Those of us here at Entercom South Florida, the Miami Heat and the Miami Cancer Institute will continue our partnership to find a cure for cancer. November 16th, two weeks from tomorrow, we got the Dribble Drive against cancer. I'll be leading the way. The Dribble Drive Challenge goes 13 miles from Miami Cancer Institute in Kendall to the American Airlines Arena. You got the Dribble Drive from Vizcaya, where you pick us up for the final three miles. And then you got the Dribble Drive Dash, which is the final lap around the perimeter of American Airlines Arena. You can form your teams now. You can also donate at heathelpcure.org. If you go to heathelpcure.org, you search Team Zaslow, you can join my team, you can donate to my team, whatever you want, all right? Any donation counts. It's really awesome and appreciated. All right, you got to find out how to make that money over the weekend. Last night, you did have Arizona cover 10.5 points with a nice backdoor touchdown there from Kyler Murray late in the fourth quarter as San Francisco got Week 9 started, improving to 8-0 and with a 28-25 win. That means it's time for us to talk to our pal Nick Costas from You Better You Bet. He is our Radio.com sports betting insider. He hosts You Better You Bet. Insider calls are brought to you by Indeed. Post a job today at Indeed.com slash hire. Nick, how you doing today? Good morning. What's going on, everybody? Great to talk to you guys and, of course, the great people of South Florida. And as a Knicks fan, I'm bemoaning the fact that my team can't find a star over the last 20 years and the Heat just find these guys like growing on trees. Kendrick Dunn's like the new Dwayne Wade. Why can't my Knicks get a guy like Kendrick Dunn? It's unbelievable. But great to talk to you guys on a Friday. Isn't that something? We're very excited about it down here. Uh, this is a very big football weekend for the state of Florida, okay? Because while, while uh, uh, most of the teams that we could talk about here – are not any good, it's a major rivalry weekend, okay? So I want to start on the college side as far as our Florida teams are concerned, and let's talk about the Hurricanes first off, okay? You got the Hurricanes at FSU tomorrow afternoon. Both teams are down. We know this. FSU is is your standard three-point home favorite. What do we make of that, Nick? All right, so I like Miami to cover the spread in this game. I will, but I want full disclosure. You guys know, like, I always will come on and I'll give you the information that our experts give, and I'll tell you what I think, whether I love it, whether I like something. I like Miami to cover that spread, right? I like them getting the three. I actually give Miami a great chance to win the game outright. But it's not one of my favorite picks of the week, and it's not something that I can advocate, like, dumping a ton of money on it, even if, even if you really love it. The information that I will give you, though, we've had a number of pro bettors on this week on You Better You Bet on Radio.com Sports, and they like the over in this game, and this has actually gone up from 47.5 to 49. You know, even with the quarterback change in Miami with Jaron Williams coming back into the lineup here, a lot of the pro bettors think this game's going to go over the total. So I like Miami. You know, a lot of the value's gone from Florida State opening up at 4.5. Now Miami, Miami sitting, like you said, at, at just plus 3. So, I mean, if, you, if I get 3.5 tomorrow, you know, obviously I like it a lot more. So I like Miami, but again, just sharing the information that we got throughout the week, I think probably the better bet based on that info and how and how strong they were on this particular take would be the over tomorrow in Miami, Florida State. That number currently sitting at 49 and a half. And I don't know if there are any uh, books out there that offer props on why, why right at the end of the game, but that's the case. 
given the history of this rivalry, it may be something worth looking into. Okay, all right, so you like Miami. Uh, you really like, though, the over 49, especially the, the, the people that you've been talking to throughout the week. Uh, also, huge SEC matchup as we stay in the state of Florida. You got the Gators, you got Georgia Bulldog, cocktail party, that whole deal. Uh, Georgia now looks like they are a six-and-a-half-point favorite. What do we make of that? You know, the, this is another situation where the value has completely gone from the line, if you like the Georgia Bulldogs here. This opened up at three-and-a-half. It's steamed all the way out to almost a touchdown. So very curious as to where this line is going to end up tomorrow. So, again, giving you guys all the information that we got this week from our pro betters and odds makers on the show. It's kind of been a, been a split kind of like down the middle here, you know. Some people really like Florida to stay inside this number, and others think Georgia's just going to run away with this game. My lean is towards Georgia. I kind of think Georgia's going to be able to control this game, um, and Georgia's still smarting, obviously, the loss to South Carolina. And I've been very impressed with what we've seen from Kyle Trask, um, even even despite like a couple of performances that weren't that great. You know, coming into the lineup here, I think that he's done nothing but impress, basically, under Dan Mullen here. But the way that this number's been seen, that it's now sitting at six and a half, I think I'm actually going to be on the sidelines for this game. Because I didn't get into, I didn't bet Georgia earlier in the week when I could have gotten a better number. Now it's up to six and a half. So I think this is one of the toughest games of the week. And I'm not going to BS you and be like, I really love this side when I really don't. I like Georgia. I don't love Georgia. I don't love the number. I think it's going to be a pretty entertaining game, though. So I'm probably going to watch this one without any money on it tomorrow. Okay. All right. Uh, let's move over to Sunday. Dolphins. Dolphins are a home dog plus three. It's the it's the least amount of points that the Dolphins have been getting this entire season as they're hosting a really terrible New York Jets club. I'll tell you right now, Nick, I, I know – you know, we, we don't want to bet on the Dolphins, okay? You feel like you're throwing your money in the garbage. Although they have covered the last few weeks, I think the Dolphins are a live dog this weekend. What do you make of that, Nick? Uh, I, I wouldn't bet on the Dolphins or the Jets with your money. I wouldn't do it. I think both of these teams are absolutely terrible. And I know the Dolphins were able to cover the spread on Monday night at Pittsburgh, but they did their best to not cover in the second half. And, I mean, look, I had Deontay Johnson to score any, a touchdown any time in the game, so like I was happy about that play before the end of the first half. But, I mean, like, what the hell are they doing? And the Jets are, are, an, are an outright dumpster fire. I think you can make a case that the Dolphins have been the more impressive team than the Jets thus far this season because the Dolphins are trying to lose. The Jets are trying to win, and they're, they're, they're as bad as they've been. So here's the play that I love in this game. I'm not laying the points with the Jets. I'm just not doing it. And I'm also not taking the points with the Dolphins. No interest. I think this game's going to fly over the total. Like, I love this bet. I love going over 42 and a half in this game. This is a good bounce-back spot for Sam Darnold. And I think this is a spot where Darnold's going to have a good game. And we know that this Jets defense, especially the secondary, is not very good. And you've got the leader of that secondary, Jamal Adams, mouthing off to the media here locally in the New York area all week. And Ryan Fitzpatrick's certainly capable. Like, he's not the greatest quarterback of all time. And there's high variance, like four interceptions or four touchdowns. He's got the, the ability to put up some points here. So, I know I didn't give you, like, a strong lean on that Florida-Georgia game, so I'll try and make up for it here. I love the over 42.5 points on Sunday, Jets and the Dolphins. No interest on the spread, but give me that play on the total. Okay, are we keeping an eye on Chiefs and Vikings as far as, because I, I think it's still off the board right now. Like, are we interested in that if eventually it posts? Well, what we need to do is see what the injury report is. And, like, this is kind of like I do so many of these radio interviews during the week, and I'm sure that you can relate to this, right, where, like, we have to make picks, like, before the injury reports come out. And I think I went on, like, every radio station in the country last week, and I picked the Chiefs to beat the Packers, and then the injury report comes out on Friday, and, like, everyone's ruled out. Chris Jones is out, Frank Clark's out, you know, Eric Fisher's out, their starting offensive guard is out. So I need to see what this final injury report's going to look like uh, before I, I really give a strong play on this game. But I can't tell you what the line what's going to happen to the line if Patrick Mahomes does play. Okay. If Mahomes plays, this is going to swing to, like, Kansas City minus three or minus three and a half. If Mahomes doesn't play, it'll be Vikings minus two and a half or minus three. Now, I kind of like Minnesota 
either way here. If Mahomes doesn't play, I don't think Matt Moore is going to be able to put together as good a game as he did last week um, against the Packers. Vikings defense is better than the Packers. And, and even if Mahomes comes back, like I don't think this Chiefs defense is really going to be able to slow down Dalvin Cook. And, and we need to see what Kendall Fuller's health status is. He's the Chiefs slot cornerback. If he doesn't play and Adam Thielen does play, and Thielen did as practice in a limited fashion here, Thielen's going to absolutely eat out of the slot. So I just want to give you guys that info. But until that injury report comes out, like we know for sure Thielen's going to play or Chris Jones or some of these other players, it's really hard to pick right now. But I do lean towards the Vikings with the information that we've got at the moment. Wow, so a six-point swing is what it would be with Mahomes. Is there another quarterback? I know quarterback's the only position that will swing the line significantly one way or the other. Is there another quarterback in the league who will swing the line more significantly than that? Oh, it's a Brady, probably Rogers. I mean, there, there are. I mean, Breeze. I, you would say maybe in like a in like a regular circumstance, but they have one of the best backup quarterbacks yeah. in the league in Teddy Bridgewater. So I think what you do is you look at like what what teams that have star quarterbacks have like so so backups. Like the Packers have a so so backup. So Aaron Rodgers, right? You know, Tom Brady's backup is either Cody Tesler or Jared Stidham. Like if Tom Brady's out, that line is going to be like ten points different, probably eight to ten points. I'm guessing. So so when you have like the, the great quarterbacks and they sit. And then they have like a so-so backup, like not a Teddy Bridgewater behind them, or like a Ryan Fitzpatrick, for instance. Then that's when you will see the line move heavily one way or, or in the other direction. All right, what if I got a chase come Sunday night? Okay, you got the undefeated Patriots, you got the Ravens at home. Ravens are a three-point home dog. What do we do there? Uh, I like the Ravens, um, and this number's not going to move off three. So again, we've had some odds makers on the show this week. It was it was four, then it was three and a half, and now it's three. And uh, they basically say, like, this number's not getting back to three and a half. Like, and if it does get to three and a half, it's going to get bet right back down to three. So I think we're going to see this number at a flat three now. I like the Ravens. Like, if there is a spot to fade the Patriots, I actually do think it's Sunday night. Because the Patriots have shown a weakness to defend the run. And, like, if Nick Chubb could hold on the ball to the ball and Freddie Kitchens had half a brain, the Browns would have covered the spread last weekend at Foxborough. And we know what the Ravens can do. They can run the football, even if it's not Lamar Jackson. I I love that line this week. Oh, Belichick's going to take Lamar Jackson away. First off, no, he's not, because he doesn't have the athletes. Like, like, like they can't do that. This is not like your average, like, like mobile running quarterback. Like, he's better than that. He's a cut above that. So they're not going to be able to do that. And even if they were able to do it, they still let Mark Ingram, Gus Edwards, and Justice Hill. And I actually think Justice Hill unveiled a little bit. Their rookie running back out of Oklahoma State, and we haven't seen a lot this year. So Baltimore should be able to move the football. And if they do dare Lamar Jackson to beat them deep, Hollywood Brown's going to be back for this game. So I do think that this is a good spot to fade the Patriots. But the number is only three. Like, I bet it a couple days ago at three and a half. I like that a little bit more, obviously. I have that the hook at three and a half, so I get that extra half point. But it's not a great number. But if you are chasing and you really want to be a daredevil, I'm going to have my money on the Ravens. I know a lot of other people will as well. Public's going to be on the Patriots. We'll see what happens on Sunday night. I mean, I feel like Sharp better fade the Patriots and then – the public wins because the Patriots find a way to cover the spread. So bet the Ravens at your own discretion here. I will be doing it, but I would rather obviously get like five or six points than the three and a half that I got in that. What's our best play on Sunday, Nick? Have you mentioned it? Have we done it? Uh, we have not. No, I love, and this is another game where the, the number's not as good now as it was earlier in the week, and that's really what happens. Like, like the number value goes away by the time like Friday, Saturday, Sunday roll around. I love the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and I feel like I sound like a broken record. Because I feel like I came on the show last week, and I picked Tampa to beat Tennessee. And that was really annoying, right, because they really should have. If you look at the box score, like Tampa dominated the game, and then they had the fumble return touchdown at the end, blown dead by a moron official. By the way, we are in the golden age of terrible officiating in sports in between the NFL and what we just saw in the World Series. Absolutely terrible. So I think Seattle's overvalued, right? Like Russell Wilson's awesome, legitimate MVP candidate. I think he's going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. So please don't confuse what I'm saying. Russ is great. 
But I don't think the Seattle Seahawks team is great. And I think this is actually a good spot for the Bucks to go in there and maybe win the game outright. I think Tampa's going to go in there and win the game. But if you don't want to take the money line, then I would say take the point. Tampa is going to be able to move the ball down the field with Mike Evans and Chris Godwin in the passing game. Of course, the fear is this, that Jameis turns the ball over 10 times. And that reality exists in every single Tampa Bay Buccaneers game. That is a risk that I'm willing to take. I think there's major value on Tampa. Right now, the number is sitting at five. I still like it at five. I bet it at seven, and I got the money line. But the Tampa Bay Buccaneers would be my best bet of the week this weekend in the National Football League. Good job, Nick. Tell everyone again about You Better You Bet. Go ahead. I appreciate it, Zazel. Thank you very much. Yeah, we are on Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 p.m. Eastern on the Radio.com app. And then again, Sunday mornings, 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. Um, a lot of sports gambling talk. We do a lot of fantasy football and a lot of laughs along the way. So if you like laughing and you like winning money, I mean, who doesn't like those two things? Check out You Better You Bet on Radio.com Sports and the Radio.com app and wherever the hell you find podcasts. And uh, we appreciate it, and go Bucks this weekend. Great job, Nick. Thanks a lot. You got it. Wishing everyone out there minimal sweats, winning bets, and the absolute very best of luck. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.